What's up, everybody? Tyler here from the Antihero Podcast, and I'm selling out for an ad. However, none of this would be possible on the audio platforms without Spotify for Podcasters. Spotify for Podcasters allows me to record, edit, and distribute to all audio platforms for the Antihero Podcast. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, all you need is a mic and a computer. Hell, I don't even think you need that. I think you literally just need your phone. Spotify for Podcasters is for you, so give them a try. We don't talk about the military enough in this show, but that right there is, it's so, that shows that the military and law enforcement are two completely different worlds. Because oh. if that had happened in the military, how much fire would be going would, into that building? They would have blown the building out. I mean, that would have been taken care of and moved on by then. Yeah. They would have just kept going. Well, that's, you know, that the law enforcement, the military is that every shot counts, but in the military, it doesn't. Even when in the military, how were we trained when we shoot an enemy and he's still on the ground as you're approaching him? You're still shooting him. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen. I don't know, but maybe it, I've seen law enforcement shootings where sometimes I don't know if it's their adrenaline going. And it's like one of those things where you shoot 10, but. You only thought you shot two, mm -hmm. but like they're walking and like the last one we reviewed the school shooter, you know, he was down and they were, they were all coming in and, you know, I don't know if they wanted their two weeks off or. <laughs> well, maybe it was because the, they blur those videos out. That guy could have been moving. Still moving. Yeah. Or, you know, he's a school shooter. Make sure he's dead type thing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Good call. Is he, well, is he alive? The kid? That's tough. Yeah. yeah, those. It's 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 so crazy how in law enforcement that cops always get like pretty much are always getting shot in the head, and then some. How many bad guys survive shootings more than cops? Dude, that my dad got in a shooting and shot a guy. It, well, him and his partner shot a guy. How many times did you shoot him? A couple times. Shot at least one. Hit him in the head. Mm -hmm. Except it. It hit his skull and went up and scalped him, and he lived. You know these guys; these guys will turn and shoot and, hit and the shoot cop. like that and yeah. kill a cop. But you know they'll get shot nine times and somehow still live. Not that we want anybody to die. Let's make that clear. Preface it's, that. It's tough. It sucks, and it's it's just crappy that I don't know. I'd keep for me. I would get judged on it, but. I think that suppressive fire would be good in that scenario of just shooting. Just like even like if you're taking pop shots. I know we're Monday morning quarterbacking, yeah. but just taking pot shots to get somebody there. The ability to be able to do that would be effective. But like you said, in law enforcement, you can't. You just can't risk that round going through a wall and hitting somebody that's hiding. Mm -hmm. And that's happened before. That was in uh, the LAPD that actually recently happened. They went to a scene... They shot the guy, the bullet went through, and killed somebody in the dressing room. It went through him? Yep. And, yeah, just went through and killed. That's super sad. So, how have you been? Good. Are you wearing the same shirt you wore last time? Yeah, it was, uh, this is my favorite shirt. <laughs> That's Sam telling me that he needs more new shirts. <laughs> well, I'm going to get the other one. The, um, the freaks come out in the night. Yeah. I yep. don't think I... I don't know, so I'll see if I have some of that one. Two uh two X's. You wear two X? Yeah. That was probably shouldn't have put that out there. Thank Unless. you. <laughs> uh, I'm getting off a cold, so if I sound like shit, I'm sorry. I've been sick for like five fucking days. Where'd you get sick from? I don't know. The whole house was sick. So Ooh, you guys got brought me here? Huh? You guys brought me here? I thought okay. So yesterday I felt great. I called I was so sick I caught out of work. When the shit we were doing at work, I had to be a little bit more on point than usual. And I was like, I just don't feel like I can uh, I could perform like a safety level. I, felt, I was just like, you know, when you feel like you have a balloon in your head, mm -hmm. that's how I felt. I just felt like out of body. And so I called out of work. Then I went, then I went back to work the next day. I felt good yesterday, and Saturday and Sunday. And then today I just felt like fucking shit. It's like I got re-sick or it's like. Something's happening. Anyways, it doesn't fucking matter. So, yeah, nobody cares. No, they don't. So, today we were going to talk about the grass is greener or is it not greener? Boomer, don't knock anything over. Boomer. Boomer. 
Daddy's upset. She did the one thing. She did. She did. Two cameras and sound. Hey, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. My dog just knocked over everything. I don't know why she freaked out. I just said, Boomer, don't knock that over. Well, she knocked that over, which scared her. She hit that camera. She hit that camera and then ran out the window. And then you yelled at her. So I got to turn this fan on. This episode is not working out. That camera's broken. What are you doing? They're fighting. They've been fighting. <laughs> it's gonna have all these edits. God. She was lecturing me right. when you left. Is it great? <laughs> I heard her. Yes. <laughs> Sam's just trapped on the couch. <laughs> Can I leave? <laughs> I'm not angry at you. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh. <laughs> oh. So, the grass is always greener, or is it not greener? <clears throat> when you're saying going from job to job? Yes. So, we both know someone that's very close to us that is still wrapped up in the job. Mm-hmm. And he brought up the other day that... uh. He's interested in leaving the agency he's at. Now, yes. so, because we had to just the fact that there's people that they're so into cop work that they get frustrated when the job is the way it is today. Mm-hmm. And they love cop work so much that they're willing to jump from agency to agency to find that perfect agency. But in all reality, cop work's changing overall. Everywhere. So, yeah. You know, we're just kind of addressing the people that jump from agency to agency and then the people that endorse doing that. And I'll get into that, too. So the grass, it I, I would say it goes back to leadership, which we discussed. Yeah, but leadership can change. I know. Well, that's what's that's the, in, in government world. Leadership constantly changes. So yeah. you can go to that small agency that right now it's that. We are police. We're cops. Cops. We're fighting bad guys. That's what we're our concern is. And then <clears throat> the next chief that comes in could be like the total opposite, and yeah. now you're stuck at this place. And then what are you gonna do? Leave for another place? Because I mean, it's not like you're going from like in the private world. You work for one CEO, probably that's gonna own that till he dies, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or the values and workplace of that company are never gonna probably change, but. In the government world, like you said, I mean, there's people, it changes all the time. Even our president of the United States is gone in eight years. Our fucking country shifts when we get a new president. So, correct. You know, that's it's it's just funny because this, you know, this is my third place. And oh, but you, sorry, go ahead. Oh, (laughs) he forgot already. (laughs) I was going to say how much I care. Well, I mean, but you weren't jumping because of police work, were you? You were jumping for other reasons. Yeah, but it it was just that. Yeah, it wasn't police work. But I would say that now I can't jump because I want to retire at a point. (laughs) And so if I keep jumping, I could never retire. Yeah. So and when it comes to going to other places, I go back to the leadership because if you have you can have the worst police department ever and be in the toughest area. But if you have great leaders, you're okay with it. You can have the best police department in the safest areas and you have terrible leaders and you're just miserable. Miserable at work. (laughs) But like, I mean, let's say you go somewhere that's podunk. Right, because you're not going to get a place with great leaders and great... Well, okay, when you say great leaders, do you mean like great policies and great atmosphere? Or do you just mean literally the leaders? In the government world, it would be like the cops, cop, people that back you for your decisions. Because you have good intent to catch the bad guy. Yeah, 
So you're saying like, okay, let's go back to a broad. So we live in the state of Florida, right? And there's Florida is a big, huge, little mini country of itself. When there's there's down south, which is liberal. There's central, which is liberal. And then there's parts of Florida that are very conservative still. Mm-hmm. And uh, and depending on where you're a cop in Florida, you know. So right now, Florida leadership is battling for people, and they're trying to take from other places. And their se- their selling points are: we fight crime here. We're not liberal. Correct. And, so people are leaving for those agencies, but kind of go like, okay, so they're leaving. So I will say this in the places that are liberal, they pay very well. They pay very well. I mean, no, yeah. you don't think so. I don't think in general, this is, you know, people say we're a bitch, but in general, cops don't get paid enough. Okay. Well, assuming when like starting off at $52,000 a year. And you can die. Oh, yeah, I know that. Okay, but let's say comparably local law enforcement. Yes, it's good, but it's not even that much of a difference. Local law enforcement, you can have, they start off at 48, 49, and then the liberal place starts off at 52. Like, that's not much of a difference. Yeah, okay. All right, so let's say you worked for an agency and you had the capability, if you wanted to work your butt off to make $100,000 a year, which you do, Mm -hmm. you can. As a as a local cop, but you work for an agency that's just you know they have a lot of rules, you know, like pursuit policies and yeah. things like that, and paperwork on everything you do, everything everything that happens, you take a guy to the ground paperwork. You know, one of those agencies. Would you rather? Would you if you could pick? Would you rather make a lot of money at one at a more more liberal agency, or would you rather make kind of dirt money? Cut your cut your paycheck in half, and if you wanted more money, you'd have to go work for a lawn care service type thing, and but you get to do whatever you want as a cop. Like you get to really be a cop. What would you choose? Well, it's hard to say in Florida because of finances and you know bills and stuff like that. There's not really Only a place in Florida have bills and finances. Like, but I'm saying like in Central Florida, it's expensive everywhere. So I'd rather get paid at a agency that's higher paying than a lower agency. Yeah. Because I got shit to take care of. Well, I mean, cause so because we're uh, the person I brought up, he loves cop work mm-hmm. and he wants to move. And he's chasing the police dream. And yeah. people I feel like people are giving into that or not giving it they're feeding into that like leaders and stuff when they're like you come work for my agency we'll fight crime but like you said that leader is not going to be there forever no and And the state of florida is a really unique state when it comes to that because there's a lot of politics in the state of florida and there's so much attention in florida that if you wanted to work somewhere out west or you know in those southern states yeah you can find that type of work but you know, if you want that country life, that's the only way to, you know, for cops, cop. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even in the military, you can you can move like station to station, but it's the same. I mean, I don't know. It's in the military. It's different because you can be like, I hate this duty station. And you go to another one. Is the grass greener? No, uh, it's I don't. Well, I think military work, it's not. Military work in the country sucks. Military work in this country? Yeah. Just, I don't oh, know. Oh, you talk about CONUS work? Yeah. Garrison? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be the same wherever you go. <clears throat> it And that constantly changes. I mean, I've had so many platoon leaders, company commanders. The only ones who kind of were legit were like the first sergeants and sergeant majors that stayed around yeah. because that's their you know, one position. Like 15 years into a war. But the lieutenants and the officers are the ones who make the decisions, and they change all the time. Yeah, yeah, and. But as for law enforcement, I think as we progress, and you know, with more technology, it's not going to be the '90s and early 2000s ever again. Because it takes one like there's some podong cities that. They have one. Can you say that? 
Podunk? Po- oh. Is it Poduck? Podunk? Podunk? Podunk. Dunk. Podunk. Podunk. Podunk, like dunk of basketball? Podunk. Podunk. <laughs> so, Podunk cities. <laughs> that when one bad scenario happens, the whole country's looking at them, and then they have to change that way. So... You can go to a place that's awesome and then something bad happens and then the whole country's looking at you and then that whole place is going to change to what the country wants. Yeah, because some of them won't change so much to where um, there's a lot of corruption. You know, like uh, the good old boy sheriff, you know, no body cams here. We, you know, we've been this way. Then you'll they'll turn around and they'll have, you know, the state come in and relieve mm-hmm. everybody of their command because... Well, you know, I don't know. Here's a question for you: Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen units? I don't know how to phrase this. Cops getting treated for the good old boy system. Have you ever seen a cop get in trouble, and because he was in the unit that he was in, or the caliber person that he was, he got out of it? No. I'm just saying. I've heard. No, everybody is treated treated <laughs> equally. I'm just saying that maybe there is a way in an agency where you can be in a unit and you, you can get, uh, let's say, pulled over for your DUI. And, you know, the the good old boy system takes care of you. Have you ever seen that? <clears throat> get it risky. Nope. Or Sam, he's just gonna put the pillow over his face. Nope. They put the sunglasses on, you could disappear. Like (laughs) what I was gonna ask. (laughs) Just cut that whole part out. (laughs) Okay, I'll speak on it. Go ahead, you. All right. So I've been. I disagree with Tyler. Go. (laughs) I'm just asking if you've seen it, right? So I've been to calls where, um. Like my old agency, the fleet manager, the guy, the civilian in charge of all fleet was in a DV with his wife. We made the right decision and we made, but I remember it taking about three times longer because he was the fleet director mm-hmm. instead of, you know, so it just goes to show you that he wasn't even badged and people are like, you know, on scene are like, oh, you know who that is, right? It's like, yeah. yeah, you know, I don't, you know. Luckily, I my, I had a good chain of command. I was very new at the time. I had a good chain of command that was like, well, <laughs> fuck them, you know. But and I've just heard, you know, I've I've been around where, and I'm not talking about cops getting out of speeding tickets. I'm talking about like a straight up good old boy system. It still exists. Yeah, we'll say that. Yeah, I, I agree. In yeah. the government world, that's all the way up to the most important people to important people. <laughs> It's just that's just the government world. <laughs> there is favoritism in the government world on yeah. where you work, who you know, and stuff like that. So that is not if you think that everybody gets treated equally in the government world, you are naive. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. perks to a good old boy system. But then, I mean, obviously perks is in like if you're a ship bag, you get out of trouble. Yeah. But there's perks to. A good old boy system as far as like, you know, if you work hard and dedicate yourself, you can you could be a shoe in somewhere. But when you I, have- I, I, I think my I think that that would be anywhere, though, in any job is if you know somebody and you're cool with them and they like you and you may not be good at that job, you could still get the job. Yeah. It's just human nature is to pick who you like. And it's very hard to make a system where it's like we don't know who they are and their background. So I think that's just everywhere. It's just that in our world, we're more watched or looked at. In the talk about the cop world? Yeah. Or in yeah. government world. That, you know, everybody, the, the civilian population th- expects us to be perfect. Yeah, and we're, and we're perfect. We're not perfect. We're humans, and we're just gonna act as humans act. Well, we've talked about it before. I mean, you can see cops getting in trouble, and it's like 
it's not even requested. It's given by that agency has given them up. Hey, he ain't associated with us no more. Here's this dirt bag for you. Yeah. And it's like their name, their age, where they came from, how long they've been there and then what they did. And it's like, man, dude. And, you know, you get fired from your job at fucking Kinko's. No one cares. No one cares. No one judges you for it. Hey, I was working. You were working at the supermarket. And you got fired. I don't care. It doesn't yeah. You're a cop and you get fired. Everybody in the world goes, damn, they're probably a shitty person. Yeah. Because nice. you had a very honorable job and then you got fired for it. For basic law enforcement, do you think that the system sets up a police officer for failure? And I'm going to give you a little, not backstory or a little more info. So as a police officer... For us in the state of Florida, it's like pretty much a six or seven month academy, correct? Yeah. It's 771 hours. It's six months. It works out to six months. Okay. So six months academy. Then you take a state test. You pass. Then you get hired by a job and then you go through a... In-house academy. Yeah. And then like a three month yeah. pro, uh, FTO phase. Mm-hmm. And then now you're a cop. Do you think that the system is setting you up for failure because... As this person that essentially has a year of training is, I don't know how to explain it, is a lawyer. It takes four to six years to be a lawyer, and that's dealing with law. To be a doctor, it takes forever to be a doctor, and you're diagnosing people and... You're talking about physically, like, like No, injuries? I'm like with like a like mental... Crisis. You're determining them not yet. Yeah. All these professions that take forever to do, we do it every day. And we have a year of training. And that training is weeks at a time. Yeah. Like, hey, we're going to do this training. It's going to be one week and then one week. And now we're set. And they put us out into the world and expect to figure everybody's problems out. That's where I think that's where a lot of sad stranglers get hung out to dry. But overall, I think that when you get a new person, the shift takes care of them. The culture brings them in usually Mm -hmm. and like lets them come out of their cocoon as a new cop. Because like you said, you get. But like, look, look, it's just that you have. Let's just say you respond to a call for someone who's in a mental crisis. And it's a 21 year old cop that just got out of his academy just got a FTO and now he has to deal with this scenario and something bad happens. I, I feel like it's just setting them up for failure. Well, because that goes back to what we were talking about, you know, in a perfect world, the age limit for cops should be mid to upper twenties. Yeah. And, but even still our training lawyers, four year degree doctors pretty much what it's like 10 year. I don't know. And they're dealing with scenarios we have to deal with in a second. They have lawyers and doctors have months to deal with their stuff. Every profession. Yeah. That we have critical seconds, decision. a minute to make a decision. Well, look, even look at doctors op- on the operating table. Oh, it didn't work out. Sorry. I did my best. And that's it. Nobody that's it. cares. Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody care, ever like, no well, one, no one judges care. that doctor. Yeah. Nobody. Act- it's not on the news and stuff like that. And like, how did my husband die? Yeah. But as soon as a cop gets into it, it's just. A different ball game. Yeah. I mean, but it, look at our, all of our training. It's, it's most of it's law, mm-hmm. street law. When I say street law, I mean like stuff you need to know at a street level, but some of it is just, it's a lot of garbage as far as like what they want to say they taught you, right? They want to say that they taught you all this. So they mm-hmm. make you actually sit through eight hour blocks Every day for weeks on stuff that doesn't matter because they can say we taught them this where, you know, teaching a 21 year old kid how to go and deal with two 40 year olds that are having a marital problem, you know, teach that kid to be humble, teach that kid to say, I don't, I don't know what you're going through, but I'm here to help you. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I, I don't know the first thing about marriage, but I mean, me and you see it firsthand kids come out the gate thinking they're. Super cops and, you know, and then something bad happens and then it's not it's like the whole country, the news judges that whole scenario based on that situation that was 
it's in law enforcement, it's seconds and a minute long. Well, I know a kid that is he's an anomaly of a person because he doesn't he goes out there and gets it every day. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid. It not saying he sounds stupid or not saying he looks stupid. He's not afraid to sound or look stupid, which is Good. a lot of new people things like I don't want to sound stupid over the radio. So they won't go out there and get it and learn. The easiest way to learn in this job is to make mistakes. And you should be surrounded by people that they help you. They critique you, but they don't make fun of you or talk shit about you because you'll never learn. And then that's how, you know, the culture as cops is like to when you shit talk some new guy trying to go out there and get after it. You're going to create a culture where no one's going to do it because they don't want to get shit on. So, but this guy um, goes out there and gets it every day. Well, he ends up in a, so we, our agency adopted a system called EIS, which means if you have three complaints or uses of force, use of forces, whatever this plural is, mm-hmm. either or, in a, I think it's a six month period or a year period, you get thrown into a system that's, Use to try to identify um, uh, use of force issues before it happens, right? So if I get three complaints in a six-month period, mm-hmm. I get flagged in EIS. My supervisors give me the whole talk. Do you want to kill yourself? How's home? How's your banking? How's your wife? How's your dog? How's everything? How are you feeling? Because if I go, oh, yeah, my marriage has been going to shit, they, yeah. can, they can, in theory... Nail it right there and go, okay, that's what his problem is. We're going to help him with this. And then, therefore, he won't have any more uses of forces because he's not mad. I give him that they're at least trying to to identify that you're a human. Yeah. Right? But either way. So, But what the thing is with that is <clears throat> you said mistakes make somebody better at their job, correct? Yeah. But right? Am I wrong? Yeah. No, yeah. I totally agree. Making mistakes in life and at your job makes you better at who you are. Yeah. And what you do. However, in our job, if you make a mistake, that is bad. Yeah. Yeah. And depending. So it's like you you're to make mistakes makes you better, but in this job for law enforcement, a mistake is frowned upon. Yeah, best case scenario, you get chastised and made fun of and paraded by your coworkers. That's best case. Worst case, you're on the news. You're arrested and fired. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a spectrum of shit. It sucks, you know. But so this kid, right, he has to, he's very, he's in probation, I think. Like he's brand new essentially to law enforcement and he's already in the EIS, right? Which is that system that flags, he's got three uses of forces in the next amount of time or whatever. Um, he's a little bit scared. I was there when supervisors told him, don't be scared. This is a fucking thing. That's a, it's a red tape thing. It's got to happen. It's all bureaucratic. Don't be afraid to go out there and get it. Don't let this make you afraid to go out there and get it. As soon as he had that meeting the next day, sorry, the next day, he was in a use of force, and he got punched, bit, scratched, and the, all the above because he didn't put hands on quick enough. Yeah, that's what, it, and it's just because that's what that does to you is when you when you put the brake when you make somebody pump the brakes and you make them feel like they can't do their job, and they're like, "No, you're good." No, well, they're not gonna. They're just you know. I just went through all of this because. So, it's well in our job, it's a constant lose lose. Damn if you do, damn if you don't type yeah. thing. So that's what's tough in law enforcement that the average person doesn't recognize is that, you know, that's what's tough about this job is you make one decision, you think it's good at that time, but everybody else thinks it's bad, and then you get chastised for it. Yeah. Yeah, I was oh. listening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Kendra's quiet because she's mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) No, you guys are fighting. (laughs) Oh, great! She's drinking (laughs) again, again, again. That's how she copes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm. I got my haircut today. 
So you wore a hat? Well, she fucked it up. Now I look like I'm trying to be a Peaky Blinder. Well, you said it was a good show. It is a good show, but every other dude in the world's trying to look like that. I was trying to go. Wait, from, wait what's the hair? Is it slick back hair? Yeah, and it's a, like high I, top. Like, I, was I thought that was done in Fury with it was. Brad Pitt. It's the same one. It's oh, same okay. One. So it's Brad Pitt. Well, or a Peaky Blind haircut. I was going for a Mark Wahlberg style slick back. He's the man, but. Look at that. Look, my barber fucked my shit up. My, sorry, not my barber. I should have went to a barber. I went to a cosmetologist that works at Great Clips. <laughs> Paid $16 for a haircut. I'm <laughs> bitching, but <clears throat> look at that. Now, if you had, you know, like, if that's the thing. And I still tipped her because, like, society doesn't give a shit. If you got a bad haircut. Bad food. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at, what if you got food poisoning? You could sue, right? If it was bad enough, you could maybe have a Yeah, lawsuit. but I got to fucking pay a lawyer. That, Nobody cares about and that. And no one's going to identify one cook and be like, it was that guy. Where law enforcement, it's that guy. They're going to funnel it right down to the source. Anything that happens, anything at all that happens, they're going to find, what do you call that? I don't know what you call that. Like a sacrificial lamb. Somebody to be brought to be fucking slaughtered. Kendra. She's mad. She's not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> a sacrificial lamb? Don't don't yell at Sam. There you go. Scapegoat. No. No. <laughs> well, a scapegoat is like an excuse person. I'm thinking of something. Where so. What was that again about your barber? You want to sacrifice your barber? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I got to. Yeah, with haircut. any other job, but that's just the way it is. And that's been around forever with cop work. Cops have always been. And that's just a culture. That's the American culture that we expect cops to be perfect. And if they mess up, we chastise them. We fire them. We riot. And that's just our that's our culture. Right. <laughs> it's been around since my dad was a cop in the 70s. Yeah. So yeah, it's a tough job. All jobs are tough. What kind of music you into? Uh, Mike who bleeds. Mike who bleeds. <laughs> <laughs> what do you inside joke? When you drive from your house to this podcast, what do you listen to? Country, rap, rock. I was listening to Fifty Cent. Yeah, I like well, like early. 90s and early 2000s rap music because I'm from New York. Yeah, we weren't listening to this, isn't even uh, a band shirt. Look at you, look at you. <laughs> uh, uh, how you say? Um, <laughs> my, my son does the same shit though, he plays this new rap, and I'm like, it's, it's so awful. And it, I don't know how to tell him it sucks without sounding old. Yeah. What do you? Oh, so and you got teenagers. What do they listen to? They listen to everything, and this podcast. No, they don't listen to this. I well, they do. They like it. So I don't know. If Probably they doesn't to hold it. their attention too much. Yeah, it's an hour long of just two old farts bitching. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, your son's like, "There's boobs on the internet." <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's boobs. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> There's sex on the internet. I want to watch my dad and this old guy <laughs> bitch about their job. <laughs> How yeah. old is your oldest daughter? Sixteen. She got a tattoo. Not your decision. Yeah, you're you're making me sound like a terrible. <laughs> edit all this out. <laughs> I'm not. We've talked about it though. There's there's only when you're in a split household. I deal with it too. There's only so much you can do. Mm -hmm. Before I'm not gonna be the bad guy for everything, like my son tread lightly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Edit out. <laughs> what what what's so difficult about our job is that it's always the same subjects over and over again. It's dealing with communities and guns and active shooters. We need to start implementing segments in here. You need we had one. We had the Sam's losing weight segment until he came over once. He's like, I didn't lose weight. Don't film it. <laughs> Don't bring it up. 
I'll kill myself. <laughs> Do you have any three XLs? <laughs> As, um, yeah, it's so shitty with our job because it's the same thing over and over again. He just goes right back to the job. Yeah, that's <laughs> but that's our job. It's fucking sucks. You're right though. I mean, I was just talking to somebody today. I mean, it's like when you they're slowly stripping away the culture from it, mm-hmm. and the culture goes back to like when it was jobs, police and firefighting were jobs that nobody wanted to do, so it went to the scum. And they built a culture around that. That's why you found like pubs and stuff like that. And, Correct. You know, throughout time, <coughs> sorry, throughout yeah. time, ew. throughout time, they've been stripping that slowly and slowly and slowly. And I, you know, like when I was talking to that un- uh, the union rep, Jeff, that was here, I mean, it's only a matter of time before you just get brainwashed people in here that. Uh, Kids that want to get paid a lot and not do cop work, you know? Well, if I want to get, I don't have college. That's why I became the military and a cop because I don't have college. If I was paper smart and book smart, I would have a job that pays well with less stress. Would you be happy? If I'm getting paid well, yeah. Well, sometimes I think about if I had an office job where I made the same amount of money I do now, I feel like I would revert back to before I was a cop and I really wanted to be a cop. That's why you see so many people come back to the job. Yeah. It's so odd, too, because how many times are we going to these? I've been to because I worked different places, but even here where I'm working at, I'm going to these people that their houses are $10 and $15 million, and they're calling me because they're having an argument, and they're... Life is so miserable and they want to kill themselves, but they're multimillionaires. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but that's rich people in general. Like, so I sat in on dispatch last night and uh, I got to listen to some calls that they have to listen to. The call. How takers. long was that? And how long did you sit there for? Uh, probably about an hour. Well, I was there for about three hours, but I sat with a call taker for about an hour and just listened to their headset, you know. And somebody called in from a really rich area because I'm used to working, you know, we're both used to working in the hood. And somebody called from one of the richest of the richest neighborhoods where we work, like celebrities yeah. live there. <clears throat> and they said, uh, they called 911, not the non-emergency line. They called 911. And they said, my neighbors are too loud. And they've got, they're partying. It's 10 o'clock. On a they, Friday or Saturday. Yeah, on a, on a, on a Sunday. I think it was a Sunday night, but still 10 o'clock. And he's like, they have children there. And that's were, the worst part of their day. And they even said on the, on the 911 line, they were like, I've called multiple times on this. And you guys keep telling me that this is not a 911 issue. Like <laughs> that's how fucking stupid these people are. Is that they're like, I've called and you guys aren't doing anything about it because and you keep telling me it's not an emergency. Like We should do a segment of the dumbest calls we've ever been to. Yes. Because right right now. Yeah, because we right now? time. No, no, no. Oh. I, I would say like one call that I've been to that was so stupid. Then you can't use it in the next episode when we do the stupid calls. Okay. We should do a stupid segment call. Yeah, we will. But okay. give me a preview. Okay. Um, this lady called because this lawn company came, cut her grass... And the bushes and made her property look nice. And she didn't want that. She called the police. So she thought it was criminal mischief for somebody cutting her grass. and. Doing what, her. Why did the company do it? Uh, the This company uh, got the address wrong. Oh. They were supposed to go to 2121 yeah. Washington, but they went to 2124 and fixed the whole property. Made it look beautiful. And the, <laughs> call, the person came out and was like, oh, my God criminal mischief they cut my grass and made my property look beautiful i want them arrested so two things about that first off there was no intent second off i learned this as a young cop at least in the state of florida uh anything vegetative is not criminal mischief because it can grow back but it's just funny how we have to answer some of those and i worked for a police department that answered those type of calls like instead of saying ma'am no we're not coming out for that yeah (laughs) We send the police officer to come out and they're like, my day's ruined because my grass. was." Yeah. Cut. And then, you know, when you deal with these rich people, 
Uh, you can't be like, uh, I'm getting out of here. There's more calls pending. Because they donated they, money. I lo- they, Rich people they, always say, I, I donated this amount of money to this person. So you yeah. need to do Do this. you know who I know? Do you, yeah. I know Major so-and-so. Or or they'll throw out the old, I know the old, the, the former sheriff. And they sheriff. call them directly. Yeah. And then, and then you, you get, get the, the call back from your sergeant. Yeah. And you're like, hey, go back out there. Can you just do an information <laughs> report yeah. saying that they uh, these guys <laughs> cut the grass, made the... Property look beautiful. Just a quick info. Yeah, just a quick info. <laughs> I know you're going home in 30 minutes, but <laughs> can you knock this out you're for down me? Three it's reports. a CYA. It's a CYA. And then on top of that, let's say those are the complaints that get sustained. Because and then you know because of who's complaining. Yeah, yeah. I had another one too. Again, they got the address wrong. The guys uh, did a roof, a roof job, gave this person a new roof at the wrong address. So the person who was supposed to get a new roof didn't get the roof, called and said, hey, this is theft because that was supposed to be my roof. (laughs) I want them in jail. And I'm answering this call. And I'm like, well, this is, you know, this is a civil matter, ma'am. Uh, the company made a mistake. They're going to come back out and do your roof. They're like, well, that old man, it was an old man. So I went. The company did this roof, finished it. And the the original person that was supposed to get the roof comes out and like, hey, you did the wrong house. And the old man that came out, he's like, well, it was weird that these guys gave me a new roof. I wasn't going to say anything. So they got pissed because this guy won. He just won pretty much a $20,000 yeah. roof. So they wanted me to arrest this guy for <laughs> theft. I'm like, and I'm here I am as a cop. And I'm like, this is doesn't involve me. No, it's all civil. So then they, uh, and then when I say, hey, I have to go somewhere else to deal cop work, they go and call someone important. And then they call me back, and then I have to do a report, an information report for a CYA. And I'm here I am taking my time doing this report. Now I have to get all these people's informations because someone got a new roof. What do you think about this? What do you think about certain areas being policed differently because they have money? Oh, that, not, that happened. I will tell you. I, I won't be scared to say that. Rich people... People with money, people who donate, people who know people get better treatment than certain areas. It's not a race thing at all. It's a nope, money it's just thing. money. It's money. So, you know, you live in a million dollar neighborhood, let's say even three hundred thousand dollars of houses here, you know, uh you're going to get when you request something, you're gonna get it. You yeah. live you live in the hood, somebody could be murdered in your front yard. And that scene will be done in about seven hours, and no one's going to care. It's a money I, I don't know how many times I went to rich neighborhoods because the, the rich people were like, oh, these they're drag racing, and it's real yes. loud for a couple minutes on Saturday. I want police here, and now we're here at the stop sign, and uh, just sitting there with our lights on, people they're happy. Have- but there's people dying in the lower income neighborhoods. People have no idea that the amount of money that they're paying for rich neighborhoods to be appeased. And those same people that are paying that money are getting shit, right? So let's say you you make you're a single mom, you live in the hood, you're raising three kids, you're working two jobs, you're paying taxes just like everybody else, right? Um, there's constant crime in your neighborhood. Constant crime. Your tax money is going to a lot of your police resources going to rich neighborhoods who have complaints about shit, right? How many times have you been tasked with... What's wrong with that camera? It just it keeps stopping recording. Okay. Fuck it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, Mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> so, but... The um, police are getting allocated to rich neighborhoods. And I'm course. talking million dollar neighborhoods that are near a lo- like a a major drag with a club bumping music at midnight. 
And there, and a lot of these things, there's nothing we can do. Damn. The worst, you. the worst there's, part of your day is on Saturday night at nine o'clock. There's music being heard in your fucking fifteen thousand square foot. And, and 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 those people will get heard more than the the single mom with three kids, three boys. She's trying to keep straight in line. There's people dealing drugs. I'm looking at them at my intersection, ma'am. There'll be someone there soon. Yeah. Ma'am, there must be somebody. Nobody nobody's ever, coming. Yeah. Nobody's Nobody will coming. ever own up to that. They'll no. Never, oh, no, that, no. And that's a money thing. That's not a race thing at all. That's a complete money thing. And But, you know, uh, a neighborhood with a fucking kind of a turd living in there, you know, like a, like a, a neighborhood full of houses that are uh, mortgaged or owned, and then you got the renter house, right? Oh, you know, uh, kids smoking weed in that house. You're going to be there every day. If they complain, you will be there every day. People don't understand this. And he's, you know, we're fucking whistleblowing. Yeah. Oh, whistleblowing <laughs> so hard. So I will hard. say, if you have money, obviously, in the government world, you're going to get more attention than the pre- people that don't have money. Yeah. And it, it's super naive for somebody to think that everybody gets equal treatment. That's how the government works. Money. So if you uh, donate a large sum of money to certain places, you're and the government to get better is services. Thirty-one trillion dollars in debt. <laughs> 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 They're really good with money. <laughs> uh, I'm very happy to work for the government. Yeah, we are. Can I pee? What do you want to? What do you want to end on? Uh, Anything, any issues that you want to talk about? <sighs> Frustrations? God. Um, this, the news and news media and the government continues to divide us and it just sucks because they're good at it. Do you, they continue to what? Divide us, oh, the yeah. people. They make these stupid subjects happen or occur, and it divides us, and people get distracted on the big picture type stuff. Just like the Bud Light thing with the person. And yeah. It's a trans person. They did, you know, for the that. I, I don't know all the letters for the community. LGBTQ. 2I+. And it's just dividing us. That's all it does. And it's there. The government is super smart when it comes to dividing people and conquering yeah. them. We've been doing that forever. Well, okay. Let's say like everyone's like Bud Light loses millions on woke. Or you don't think Bud Light knew that this was going to happen? Just like the NFL, people are like NFL continues to lose money. If it was just business Disney, and they try to Marvel, they all lose money. If they try because it's being supplemented. I guarantee you, the government or George Soros. Is like, hey, we know you're going to lose out on $6 billion on this uh, stupid fucking transgender can that you're doing. But we're going to supplement you that money. We just need you to put it out there to divide the country. All right. I don't think, I don't think it's stupid. You don't, oh, yeah. Well, it's not stupid. It's an optional can that you can get. Well, the, I, I think they just, when who it makes, comes to who makes guns. This? Does Anheuser-Busch make this? No. I looked. <laughs> <laughs> not that you care. Not a big deal. I met someone's father and him and I <laughs> are on the same terms. Anyway, I think that they just continue to divide us and distract us from bigger picture stuff. Yeah. And that's simple to Bud Light, to everything else. They I mean, just continue to divide us. What, and that's their goal. What's your opinion on? All right. So Bud Light decided they're going to put out this can. They had to have known. They're not stupid. Anheuser-Busch has been a company for a fucking hundred years, probably. B- uh, you know, billion-dollar company at this point. They have to know that putting a, on a Bud Light, Bud Light, putting a transgender on a can had to have known it's going to lose them money. This is not like, it's not like some 19-year-old kid, the whole billion-dollar business is like, hey, Scott, what's your idea? Let's go for it. They had to have known. So 
Do you think that they knew and they're being supplemented like funding wise? I think it's just a distraction. Well, but who's funding the distraction? I, I have no idea. If I was it's like a bigger picture thing that I'm not smart enough to deal with. I think it's everything they do. They do it with a purpose and divide us. As soon as there hasn't been, I would say, I don't know, the past 15 years. The only time we were ever united was during the 9-11. But after that, there was nothing we ever been a united country. We've always been divided in everything. The divided states of America. <laughs> They're good at it. They're smart at it. And they continue to do it. And people really fight for it. And, you know, there's people that say, you know, F this, F that. But that's their goal is divide us. That's, when we invade countries, what do we do? We divide yeah. them. We get the one part of the country that, that we work want with to us. Win. Yes. And then we conquer them. Yeah. We're doing that's, that well, that's what Russia is doing to us. Russia and China have been doing that for years. So it just sucks. We're getting divided left and right. People don't see it. They think it's this. When it comes to guns, we're su super sensitive when it, when it comes to guns and certain communities. So that's what the news puts pushes out. Yeah. And, no, and, you know, everybody doesn't see it. That at the end, it's this person that's our true enemy. And that's... Who's that? The government. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Bro, I wish that people would see what the government does. Yeah, I mean, I started seeing it at a really young age. and I mean, I When I was over there, and I was fighting terrorists, and they didn't know about 9-11, that blew my mind. Who didn't? Like the Iraqis and even Afghanistan. We people. didn't do that. <laughs> They're like, what's 9-11? What's this? I remember one guy thinking 9-11 was a movie. He was like, oh, that I you know, thought it was that event was an actual movie. Davy C look at that. And here we are. <laughs> I'm sorry I just smoked your brother and father and uncle and everybody. <laughs> but 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> 